Welcome to the Rotary Community Heroes of Hope. I'm your host, Judy Zulfikar, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my amazing co-host, Jamie Zinn, District Governor of Rotary District 5330. Together, we will take you on a journey to discover the incredible impact Rotarians have on our community and around the world. Get ready to be inspired by our Rotary Heroes of Hope. So, Judy, how are you doing today? I am doing excellent. How about you? I am doing great, and I am so excited to have uh, Anne-Marie and Madeline here with us today. And we are going to be talking about the Shamrock Club, uh, which Madeline is associated with, and her work uh, with Anne-Marie and our Rotary Club of Highland. So, um, Anne-Marie, let's start with you. If you could uh, give our listeners a little bit of background about you and about the the club, and then uh, we'll pass it over to Madeline to talk more. Hi, everyone. I'm Anne-Marie Duncan. I'm the current president of the Rotary Club of Highland, and I've been fortunate to be with this club since the late 90s. Um, we have had many different projects over the years in relation to the Wallace and Mildred Jones Trust, the Rotary Friends Grant. And that was a mandate that you had to have a project where the recipients were either seniors or disabled. In about 2007 or so, my son was attending Aquinas High School and coincidentally dating the president of the Shamrock Club. And that's how we learned about the Shamrock Club. The Shamrock Club was founded in 2004 at Aquinas High School by two young women who were best friends, Megan and Casey. Um, Casey's family had suffered a very sad tragedy of losing her younger brother to leukemia. He had spent many, many, many months in and out of the Loma Linda Children's Hospital cancer and blood disease ward. Casey noticed that he always perked up when someone came to visit, as did all the children. And so she and Megan decided that they would start a project and they would bring activity baskets to the children at the Loma Linda Cancer and Blood Disease Ward on March 17th. Um, both young women hailed from ethnically Irish backgrounds, so that was kind of a natural day. The perfect but, fit. Uh, <laughs> It, it was. And more importantly, that's kind of a dull time of year for children. Christmas is gone. Valentine's Day is gone. Easter's not here yet. Uh, the weather's gray. And so it really is a great time of year to do something to perk up a chronically, potentially terminally ill child. So that's how we learned about the Shamrock Club. My son, uh, knew this young woman named Courtney. And Courtney was visiting and told me about this project. And I thought, I bet you this would qualify for the Wallace Jones grant funds. And that began the Rotary Club of Highlands partnership with the Shamrock Club at Aquinas. And uh, we've had a long history with them. We've been blessed with wonderful presidents who will come and join our meetings for a while. And uh, we are located just down the road from Aquinas High School. So geographically, it's convenient. And it's an amazing, worthwhile project. Aquinas High School is a private high school, and it requires their students to have certain hours of service. So that worked out really well for the students. 
And it's been wonderful over the last almost 15 years or more to watch different young students come in and take leadership roles and work on the project. It's a really uh, wonderful to see how our many clubs in our district are finding unique ways to partner with others in the community, um, whether it be the military or youth or seniors. And this project is very special in the way that the way that it's constructed. And like you were saying, how it's helping children, you know, during that time when they may not have a lot of attention and really lifting their spirits. And these are children and their families who so desperately need their spirits lifted. Um, there cannot be a harder situation for a parent or family to have your child facing a potentially terminal illness. And so, it's, it's you know, very heartwarming that way to know you're not just helping the child, but hopefully the whole family, giving them a little bit of a boost. And as you're doing these projects, which we'll, we'll have Madeline explain to us a little in a little more detail, um, do not only do your club members participate, but do the family members participate in this as well? And, and do you have that opportunity to get to bond with the folks that you're supporting? Unfortunately, COVID put a big kibosh on all that. Um, it used to be before Madeline's time, we would be able to go over with the Aquinas students meet with some of the children. We could tour the facility. They have a classroom there. They have a movie theater there. Um, there's a lot at Loma Linda Children's Hospital that most people don't know about. But unfortunately, since COVID has come along, uh, the restrictions are, are tight. And so we are not allowed to interact personally with the children or their families. So Madeline, tell us, um, uh, are you currently the president of the Shamrock Club? I am not currently the president, but I was the president last year during my senior year at Aquinas High School. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, so you have a great perspective because you've probably participated uh, for more than one year in the Shamrock Club. Can you tell us um, how Rotary has helped you um, and all of your members of your club uh, to bring this joy to the children over at Loma Linda Children's Hospital? Yes, of course. Um, so I was a member during my junior year as well at Aquinas. And I heard of the Shamrock Club through the Rotary Club. And they're really amazing. They fund the whole project. Um, my main job was to get people who were willing to help out. And that was an easy task because there's just so many willing uh, students at Aquinas who want to help and um it's just a great project and they organized all of the lists of children and items um, that we would need to shop for. They provided a really nice lunch beforehand so we weren't hungry while shopping. Um, and they uh, organized, we all shopped together um, at a Target in Redlands and it was just really well organized. And then we um, brought all of our items that we bought back to the school and we packaged all of the items into beautiful looking baskets for the children and wrote handmade notes and they just had everything that we possibly needed to just make them as uh, like the best they possibly could be for the children. 
So give us an example. Um, let's say uh, you have a 12-year-old uh, young lady that's there, young girl. Uh, give us an example of the type of basket uh, that you would fill uh, for this particular child. It was definitely fun um, being able to shop for different ages. Um, I think a lot of us, when we saw some, maybe like the 12-year-old girl, we would think of face masks so they could do their own self-care in their room, um, a lot of coloring books, um, coloring supplies, things like slime or uh, teddy bears to give them comfort. Um, fuzzy socks are always nice. Um, and a lot of people uh, had the great idea of journal books. So they would have like maybe a daily task to do um, and just other things right in their day, like simple little silly like pictures, maybe calendars, um, just anything that you'd think a 12-year-old girl would want. <laughs> Doesn't that sound great, Judy? It does. How do you think, Madeline, that this uh, project has impacted you over the times that you've been able to serve in this way? Oh, it's been so fun. I was so happy that it was able to pick up uh, my junior year after COVID put a stop to it. Um, it was really fun, uh, just getting able to, sh like being able to shop with my friends for, um, children that we knew this would help and brighten their day. We had so much fun. It was as if we were kind of shopping for ourselves, but like in the eyes of what would I want as a 12 year old and what would brighten my day. And it was just really, really fun. And then we got to go back to Aquinas and package them up and make them look so like beautiful and pretty. Um, and we even wrote handmade and handwritten letters with thoughtful messages, um, telling them it's from us and that we're praying for them, we're thinking of them, and that there's people like looking out for them. And just being able to know that we had that impact on kids who are having a rough time really was something special. And another thing that it, it um, helped with is even when I've had work interviews, every time that I tell them that I'm a part of a club like this, they're always so impressed. Um, and I don't know, I always get comments like, wow, that's amazing. I wish I was able to do something like that. And I'm just so grateful to be able to be a part of it and play such a vital role my senior year. It definitely shows to your character. I'm sure that's what those interviewers are looking at. And what a great project that you've been involved with. Anne-Marie, as you've done this project with your Rotarians in your club over the years, what has been your impact and your experience having the opportunity to not only provide this wonderful service, but also work with students like uh, Madeline throughout the years? It's multifold. Um, it, there's the feel good of doing this project. And there's no question. That's an amazing, heartwarming thing to do. But as a Rotarian, it's awesome to work with high school students. Uh, I feel like the news tells us every time a student or a teenager does something bad. And to go in and work with a bunch of students who are giving up their time to come work this project, uh, it's, it's very encouraging. And it's interesting because we give them a budget, we give them an assignment, and we watch them work it. We watch them take whatever money they have and figure out how much they can get for that money for that 12-year-old girl. 
So it's interesting to watch their minds work and see that they can do the math and be thoughtful. Um, we never did cards until about three years or so. And one of the boys in the group said, can we write messages? We always used to put a little tag in, you know, from Aquinas High School in Rotary. Right. And but not a personal this, message. This young boy sat down and did 30, 40 cards that day. He wasn't wow. very good at wrapping cellophane, but he was awesome at writing cards. And so to watch young people open their hearts and really want to be encouraging to children who are going through a tough time, that was amazing to me. And um, Madeline is being very modest because I've taken pictures of Madeline's cards. Uh, the artistry is beautiful. The message is spiritual and uplifting. And it's great. It's great to see kids who have that, who have creativity and love in their hearts and spirituality and want to share it. And that's been an awesome experience. It is and that's amazing. just me watching. It's amazing how many elements, how many lessons learned in this. I mean, like you said, you've got budgeting, you've got, you know, buying, but then there's the empathy and, and the ability to care for another person as well as to be thoughtful for someone and be um, understanding of their situation, both the family and the child. There's so many lessons to be learned in this one simple project that is just heart, heartwarming. And, and it's, it's very um, life-changing. creativity as well. Right. Exactly. Madeline, can you, um, in thinking back over the, the couple of years that you did this, is there any one special moment that touched you that just you knew that this was your calling, that this is what you wanted to do? I think it was really special. My senior year, I was able to go and actually drop off the baskets. I wasn't able to see the kids, but we were able to meet with some healthcare workers and just the gratitude in their eyes really spoke to me and it just showed how much they appreciated this small project that we did. Um, and just seeing all of my, my fellow classmates and even people younger than me shop and really put so much thought into everything that they were doing in that moment uh, they were serious, but in a good and just positive, uplifting way. It was just such a beautiful thing to see. Like like Mrs. Duncan said, um, high schoolers getting together and doing this and really putting our hearts out there for these kids. Has this given this process um, and this uh, act of giving and seeing the joy that you've brought to these kids, has this given you um, a different outlook, uh, a passion for how you can move forward in your life and maybe future community service um, that you would do with um, an organization such as Rotary? Absolutely. I actually am going into pre-health, pre-nursing. So to be able to be a part of something like this was just really special. And I hope that maybe when I do become a nurse someday, I can try to organize something like this at a hospital I'm working at and to uh, have more partnerships with schools who are willing to do this because I know there are kids out there. Well, I have full 
faith that you are definitely going to be a nurse someday, because it sounds like whenever you put your mind to something, it's going to happen. And I'm sure that wherever you land, there's a Rotary Club and a high school somewhere that will love this type of program. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> and Marie, any final thoughts? Um, I, I always think back of one of our high school students who was president and um, she was going on to medical school and she applied to Loma Linda and they looked down and said, tell us about this. And this was an A plus student who had everything going for her. And she was asked in her interview about this project, the Shamrock Project with Rotary. And so you never know where your good works will take you. And it's, it's just some interesting story. Her parents joined the club and she's now, we call her doctor because she has uh, finished at Stanford for her fellowship. But here was a, a good work that came back years later to aid her. And so it's just, um, you never know when you do a good work, how far your benefits will go. It's not always you know, just today. That's yeah. a, that's absolutely true. And I know, you know, we have a lot of listeners out here who have a passion to want to serve and to uh, be in their communities and uh, create hope in the world for those who, you know, may be feeling a little down at this time. Um, Anne-Marie, maybe you could share with our listeners, um, you have a wonderful Rotary Club out there in Highland. Uh, share with them your um, meeting uh, day and time and place and your website. So, you you know, if they are interested in pursuing this type of opportunity, they could come and meet all the great folks in your club. Sure thing. We are the Rotary Club of Highland. We are a happy hour club. We meet at Roundtable Clubhouse at the intersection of Boulder and Highland in the city of Highland. Meeting days are Monday at 530. We meet for approximately an hour, so you don't want to miss happy hour. <laughs> um, we are active on Instagram and Facebook under Rotary Club of Highlands. So give us a follow or a like, and you can always DM us in either one of them. We'll get back to you if you want more information about this project or how to start a project similar to this in your own community. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Anne-Marie. Thank you, Madeline, for joining us today. We love this project, and I'm so glad that this is going to continue to the years forward and hope we can hear more about it in the future. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so, good so day. much. Thank you for having us. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. So that wraps up this episode of Heroes of Hope. We are so happy that we have an audience out there listening. We want you to subscribe, share, and tell your friends about the Rotary Community Heroes of Hope because that's how we get the word out about the impact we're having in this world. 